What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode four of Marketer's Mindset. And today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about how to create a cash cow of a call center. So here's a big question. As a digital marketer, how can we accelerate our business with extreme momentum without all the turbulence and time suck? And how do we do it in a way that changes the lives of everyone around us? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Chad Kaderi, CEO of Dashclicks, and welcome to Marketer's Mindset. So when I started my company, I never in a million years thought I would have a call center. I always thought this call center was like this, like, if you ever seen, like, Boiler Room of Wolf of Wall Street, like, almost like this, it's like, it's kind of like a dirty word almost, call center, right? So, like, you know, at first, when I was doing cold calling, because essentially most people don't realize it, but cold calling is the bare bones of what a call center is, right? So, you go out and you're doing cold calling first. You're coming up with a system. You're coming up with a strategy And then what you're doing is you're taking that system and strategy and you're implementing it and you're creating a call center out of it. You're adding that strategy and duplicating it 10, 15, 20 times. And and those are obviously the amount of reps that you would have, right? So I'm going to talk to you guys today about how I created my call center, how I even got into the call center business, what it did for me, the results that I got, like literally everything from A to Z so you can understand. I'm going to break it down the next 10 minutes, okay? So having a call center, number one, is not as expensive as people would think. There is a way to do it, which is very inexpensive, and I'm going to talk to you guys about that first. So first and foremost, one thing you should know is you shouldn't even think about starting or opening a call center if you don't have your cold calling system down packed, right? So if you yourself, yes, I said yourself, are not going out and making at least 100 calls per day, okay, and scheduling actual appointments and closing deals from those appointments, you should not even think about the word call center. It is not in your realm. You are not ready for that at all. You have to have predictable results from your system first. Then you take those and create replicatable systems, and you have other people do that for you, okay? Very important. A call center is not something that you open if you do not have predictable results, okay? So now that we got that past us, now if you have predictable results, this is what you need to do, okay? If you have a predictable script that's working for you where you're calling people and you're saying, hey, uh, my name is Chad. I'm calling from Dash Clicks and uh, wanted to see if I can help you with your business, right? Or whatever your script may be, okay? If you have a predictable script, you should be, uh, if you're doing hand dials, okay? If you're doing hand dials, you should be doing between 100 to 150 hand dials a day. And during those hand dials, you should be getting a certain percentage of people that are actually going to pick up the phone, which is called Connects, right? So out of about 100 calls a day, you might even only connect to like 30% of the business owners that you want to speak with because you're going to have a lot of people that don't answer the phone. You're going to have a lot of um, secretaries that don't even let you speak to the business owners, right? Which is why for us, and I'll throw in a little golden nugget here for you, um, which is why we, when we were doing our our co-calling in our call center, we would only target home services when we started because the home service guys, the painters, the plumbers, the electricians, They're usually one-man shows or very small companies, and the person who's answering the phone is the owner of the company, and it's 75% of the time it's his cell phone that's in his pocket, right? So you're very 
you have a very high chance of that person answering the phone for you, okay? Which is really what you need when you're doing cold calling and when you are doing a call center. You want the, the, the other side of the person or the other side, you want them to be able to answer their phone because if you don't get any answers, it's going to just screw up all your other metrics down the line, right? So the first thing you need to focus on, what type of industry can I call that are going to actually answer the phone? Then you're going to figure out what type of industry can I call that's going to answer the phone and that's going to allow me to talk to the owner without having to break through walls to get to them, right? Which once again, for us is definitely home services, right? And then you're going to think about now, what type of pitch do I actually need to get my point across in under 10 or 15 seconds, maybe even a little longer than that, but the first five seconds of your call has to be super fire, okay? They have to, they, they have to, you have to not sound like, uh, uh, you have to not sound like a call center. You have to not sound like somebody who's spamming and trying to sell them shit. Okay. You have to be that person that's going to sound like maybe you care about them and you're going to provide a little bit of value. Okay. So obviously we're not going to go into too much of scripts and stuff like that, but once you have that down packed, okay, you should be getting about 30% of your calls, uh, should be connects with business owners. Okay. And out of that, if you're doing about a hundred to 150 handouts per day, you should probably book, I would say, um, about maybe five, I would say on average of about five scheduled appointments per day. And most people where they fail, and I'm going to talk to you guys about this too, is you think that you can go straight in and sell somebody on one call closed, which is impossible. Okay. It is very unlikely that this will happen, which is why you hear the term a lot fronters and closers, right? Or appointment centers and then closers, right? Appointment centers and fronters are the same thing. Those are the guys who all they're doing, their whole job and all they need to worry about and their goals and their KPIs is just to cold call people and schedule an appointment for the closer. That's it. They don't need to do anything else, okay? So how do you find these cold callers? How do you get good cold callers, good fronters? There's two different ways that you can do it, okay? The first way that you can do it is you can actually hire somebody. Um, now, if you're in the U.S. or you maybe you're out of state, um, you want to try to also think about um, when you're when you're hiring a fronter to make sure that you're hiring somebody that has the same language, the tonality, um, the accent of the place that you're calling, right? So, as an example, if you're in the U.K., right, and you're targeting people in the U.S. and, and you're calling somebody with a U.K. accent, right, it's going to be very different because you're going to have that barrier. Right, you want to try to find somebody from with an English person calling an English person, uh, not, not English obviously is the language, but I'm talking about you know every location might have a different accent, right? So it's very important to try to match that up. So if you're planning on calling the U.S., you really want to try to find a fronter that has a U.S. that has a U.S. persona. Okay, so there's two different ways you can do it. One, you can hire somebody that has that. Now it's going to be if you do that, it's going to be a little expensive. You can get good fronters for you know, maybe like 10 to $15 an hour uh, here in the U.S. that'll go out and uh, schedule appointments for you, okay? Or you can do the second route, which lower your metrics, but are still very effective because if you're working on volume, it doesn't really matter so much. Um, where you can go to the Philippines and you can get fronters in the Philippines on Upwork for about 4 to $5 an hour. And those fronters, will, you know, they're half the cost and they basically do the exact same job, but the metrics are a little bit different because they're not scheduling as much as appointments as somebody in the U.S. would because of that language barrier, right? And I'm telling you guys this from making 
hundreds of thousands, if not millions of phone calls in my call center and metrics to prove it, okay? So it's very important that you follow these steps, okay? So if you're going to go the Philippine route, right, where you're going to go out and you're going to get fronters in the Philippines to actually do your fronting, okay, it's very important that you make sure that you put them, anybody, if you're at a call center level, use a predictive dialer, okay? You can use a company like Call Tools. They're very good. That's a company that we use. It's a software. And really, all that software is, and people think it's so complex, really not complex, okay? It's you upload a list of data, which is a lead list, okay, that you can purchase from Sales Genie, exact data. You can scrape the data if you want. You can have somebody in the Philippines create an Excel sheet from Google and uh, just get all the data. You can do whatever you want, okay? My opinion for you, if you want to go the easiest route, buy the data. It's accurate. Um, you're going to have higher metrics when you're calling and it's going to be good. Okay. And you can do that from exact data. We used to buy, um, we used to buy our data from them. Okay. So once you have the data, let's say you export a list of 10,000 plumbers that are in, um, the Florida area as an example. Okay. When you create your script, you better make sure that it's detail oriented towards plumbers and you want to have when you're purchasing lists and when you're cold calling, you want to make sure that you do it by industry. Very important, okay? That way, when you call, you can say, hey, my name is Chad. I'm calling from Social Agency. Uh, we service and only work with plumbers in the Florida area, and I wanted to see if I can help you get more business for your plumbing business or whatever it is, something like that, okay? And that'll get you a lot higher of a conversion rate of people actually just even listening to you because you're you're a specialist in that industry in that location okay so once you have that list of 10,000 plumbers you can go to call tools you can upload that list and create a campaign out of it and what it does is then you can actually have one of the the reps whether it's your US rep or your Filipino rep log into call tools create them an account right I think call tools like 120 bucks a month or something like that you create them an account and then that person okay that person will jump into the campaign, literally put a headset on and press play, and call tools system will go out and dial numbers, okay? If you're on a predictive campaign, okay, it's gonna you can set the amount of channels that you want it to call. Usually for one rep, maybe like four or five channels is good. That means it's gonna call four or five numbers at the same time. And if anybody actually connects, if a human answers the phone, it's gonna automatically connect it to the the, the rep that's waiting in the campaign. Okay, so that way, instead of waiting one call by one call by one call, you're doing five calls at a time. So you're five xing the speed and you're five xing your metrics. So instead of hand dialing 100 calls a day, that one rep can burn through about a thousand numbers a day. Okay, which will speed you up and get your results a lot faster. I remember when we had our call center, the average KPI per rep was to schedule about 10 calls or 10 appointments per day. Okay. That was their KPI. That was their metric. So once you have that down packed, then you can multiply that by many reps. At one point, we had about 15 different reps, um, 15 to 20 even at one point, because we had two call centers even running at the same time, right? So we had a call center in the Philippines, and then we had a call center in Tijuana, Mexico, because we wanted to try more of the English-style approach, because the issue that we experienced with the Philippines is that they have a Filipino accent, and it's very hard to connect, and it almost sounds like a cold call, but because it was so cheap, it was worth it almost, right, because we were working in volume, but then in Tijuana, we were paying instead of 
$5 an hour. Uh, we were paying maybe like eight or $9 an hour. And, uh, we were getting people that spoke perfect English, right? So the results there was a little bit better, right? But it was more expensive and it was double the price. So you had to kind of work that, that, that value out in your head to see if it's worth it for you. But for us, we just had both, um, we had both running for a couple of months because we were trying to do a split test. And, um, you know, each rep's target was to hit about 10 a day. Not everybody would hit that, right? You'd have reps that hit with five scheduled appointments a day, six, seven, eight. You'd have reps that would do 15, 20 in one day, right, sometimes. So if you can think about that and then you take that and you multiply that times 15 or 20 people doing 10 scheduled appointments a day, you know, you're talking about 200 appointments per day on, on the calendar. It was wild, right? So for every... What you want to do is for every two appointment setters, you want to have one closer assigned to them, right? So the goal of the fronters is to go out, schedule the appointments using that system that I just told you, getting the, the, the lead list from exact data, uploading it into call tool, jumping into campaign, having a good pitch, and just scheduling appointments inside using Calendly or schedule once, you know, one of those scheduling systems, like five bucks a month, it's super cheap. Okay. Schedule those appointments on the calendar for those people. Okay. Very important for the closers. Then the closers should not be in the Philippines, should not be in T1. Your closers should be here in the US if that's what you're doing, or they should be in the UK, wherever you are that you're from, they should be high end closers. These closers are not like $5 an hour closers. These closers are like, $15, $20 an hour plus commission closers because those closers need to be happy. They need to be, mon- they need to be making money because they're going to be selling deals for you that could possibly be $1,000 a month, $2,000 a month deals, right? So it's very important that you get good high ticket closers for that. And if you build a good closer, a pipeline of, of really solid hot leads, they're going to be satisfied because closers don't like to do outbound calls. They like to have leads on the plate for them. And that's what they should have because they're high ticket closers, right? They shouldn't be doing the dirty work. So Really, once I was doing this, this is what literally took my agency and skyrocketed me to the next level. Like literally every rep that I started adding on the fronter side and then adding a closer on the closer side, it got so crazy to the point where we were closing, I'm talking about like 70 to 100 deals a month. That's how insane it got, okay? So when you're talking about building a call center, it's very important to follow these strategies, guys, okay? I'm going to wrap it up with, hopefully this helped you guys. Um, make sure, once again, that you're doing cold calling first. You got that down pat, even if it takes you three months to make sure that your cold calling is perfect. Then go out and start building a call center and literally 10x your results. So hopefully this helped you out, guys. Thanks for joining me on episode four of Marketer's Mindset, and I'll see you on the next one. Want more of Marketer's Mindset? Join our private Facebook group where agencies from all over the world share strategies, network, and scale their business together. Visit facebook.com slash groups slash marketers mindset to get instant access. Also, if this podcast impacted you in any way, please share it with friends and leave us a review on iTunes as that really helps build our community.